All right, everybody. This is part two of our nutrient timing series. Nutrient timing is the art and science of figuring out when to eat protein, fat, and carbohydrate and how much of each to consume. The goals of nutrient timing are to rebuild muscle, replenish your muscle's energy stores, and shift your hormones into a muscle-building, fat-burning state. If you missed it, you should go back and download part one of the Nutrient Timing series where I give background on the concept of nutrient timing and I teach you about the best times to consume protein around your workout, how much of it to consume, and why the long-held belief that you have to consume protein within an hour of exercise might be incorrect. Today, I want to reintroduce you to a sweet, sweet nutrient called the carbohydrate. Carbohydrates are the secret weapon of most elite athletes, and research shows that they play an absolutely massive role in recovery from intense exercise and strength training. If you do CrossFit, lift weights, or do endurance training, keep your ears open, and as long as you're not driving, start taking some notes. Carbs have received a terrible reputation in recent years, and today I will teach you how to use them in a healthy and effective way to recover and perform better. I find that a lot of CrossFit athletes in particular are plagued by their past on a low-carb paleo diet. There is a deep carb fear in many people, and carb avoidance causes their energy to crash at the end of a metabolic conditioning workout or the conditioning and usually at work during the day, especially if they work out in the morning. Now, before any of you low-carb advocates start turning this podcast off, I am not going to spend the next 15 minutes telling you to go on a high-carbohydrate diet of bagels and cereal. I'm simply going to lay out what the research says in layman's terms about how much carbohydrates eat before, during, and after exercise to optimize your performance, muscle gain, and recovery. Next week, I'm also going to teach you what types of carbohydrates you should be eating around your workout based on your goals. Even if you're a low-carber, you will learn how to maximize the effectiveness of the carbs that you do eat over the next two episodes. Here is the problem your body faces. High-intensity exercise requires your body to quickly regenerate energy so that your muscles can do work. Two of the three primary energy systems your body is using during CrossFit training run very quickly on carbohydrates stored in your muscle, and they run much less efficiently on fat. By less efficient, I just mean it's a slower process. It still has a high energy yield. So in order to perform your best in high-intensity exercise, you need to have carbohydrates available in the muscle to quickly generate energy so that you can move. In order to recover, you need to replenish the carbohydrates your muscles just used. This is where nutrient timing has the potential to have a big impact. Now, we can't talk about carbohydrate timing alone, though. Uh, We need to include our familiar friend, protein. As I give an overview of the relevant research on carbohydrate timing, you will start to see that the combination of carbohydrate and protein has a consistently greater impact than carbohydrate, protein, or placebo alone. Let's consider two goals you might have around your workout. One, you might want to reduce your muscle breakdown, and two, you probably want to replenish your muscle's energy stores. 
More than one study has been done showing that training when your muscles' carbohydrate stores are depleted leads to twice as much muscle breakdown as if you were to train in a carbohydrate-loaded state. So, replenishing your muscles' carbohydrate stores can potentially kill two birds with one stone. Can replenish carbohydrate stores, which will then reduce the muscle breakdown you experience during exercise. Luckily, there are many ways to go about replenishing your muscles' energy stores, reducing muscle breakdown, and even building muscle. The first, and in my opinion, most effective way to achieve all three of these goals is to eat enough carbohydrate and protein throughout the course of the day. Total daily macronutrient intake is always going to be more important than nutrient timing. And that bears repeating. Total daily macronutrient intake is always going to be more important than nutrient timing. With that said, the research on nutrient timing does seem to indicate that consuming a combination of carbohydrates and protein immediately pre and or post workout can drastically increase the rate at which your muscles replenish carbohydrate stores versus if you were to delay even by just two hours. The effectiveness of a carbohydrate and protein shake consumed immediately before and or after exercise is observed in both endurance studies and resistance training studies. So it doesn't matter if you're doing some uh, some endurance stuff or some really high intensity cycling or if you're doing weightlifting, um, you know, this is going to have an effect. Uh, we also see an effect of the carbohydrate and protein timing across different time domains of exercise. So it doesn't really matter if you're exercising for 60 minutes or two plus hours. For example, uh, in a study by Precision Nutrition founder John Berardi and his colleagues, consuming a combination of carbohydrate and protein is more effective than carbohydrate or protein alone at restoring muscle carbohydrate stores for cyclists who performed a 60-minute workout at high intensity. Dr. John Ivey, who was also one of the authors of the Nutrient Timing book, found that subjects performing an intense two-hour cycling workout, um, they benefited from protein combined with carbohydrate. And the benefit here was that it led to a faster rate of muscle carbohydrate replenishment than consuming just carbs alone. A study I referenced in the protein episode by Crib and Hayes found that for resistance-trained athletes, so people lifting, uh, a carbohydrate plus protein and creatine supplement consumed immediately before and immediately after training led to greater improvements in strength on two out of three one-rep max tests, led to greater lean mass gained, and even body fat lost versus the groups that took the same supplement in the morning and evening far away from their workouts. This is good news if you subscribe to a lower carbohydrate macronutrient balance. This tells us that the addition of protein should be able to help you maximize the recovery effect of the carbohydrates you are eating if properly timed. Now, this information might lead you to believe that an immediate pre- and post-workout protein plus carbohydrate supplement is the holy grail of nutrient timing. But I just want to note a few shortcomings of the research before getting into my recommendations for carb and protein timing. First, as with almost all research, the results of one or two studies cannot be used to create general guidelines. 
For all the studies showing a positive result from nutrient timing, there are still plenty that show no or little effect. So we really need to use some on-the-field experience. Second, context is everything. Like I mentioned earlier, what you eat over the course of the day is going to play the biggest role in recovery and body composition changes. Most nutrient timing studies were done on overnight fasted subjects. The researchers do this to carefully control the experimental conditions since eating an uncontrolled meal before the study might skew the results. This is a great control mechanism, but not everybody works out in a fasted state. So it begs the question, does a protocol in a study for a fasted cyclist, uh, does that translate to a fed crossfitter who is going to a group class after work? And not necessarily. There may not be a translation and you cannot create general guidelines. Last, and I mentioned it before in the last episode, many of these studies and almost every study on resistance training was done on male athletes. So I have to ask myself, do the conclusions apply to female athletes too? So now that we've examined some of the potential benefits and shortcomings of timing carbohydrates around your workout, it's time for the part of the show that you have all been waiting for, the practical applications. How much carbohydrate should you consume and when based on your goals and training? For any of you who are just training a few hours per week, going to a few CrossFit classes, uh, eating a moderate amount of carbohydrates each day, you actually don't have to go too crazy with timing strategies. Nutrient timing is sexy, but for the everyday athlete, it's not going to make a huge difference because you are only training once per day and your overall food intake is more important than the timing. Your goal should be to eat a solid carb or carb and protein snack, like a high quality bar. RX bars and Omega are two of my top recommendations or fruit and jerky, for example, about an hour before you go to the gym and then eat a full recovery meal with protein and starchy carbohydrates after you're done working out. I personally think that rice, beans and meat is a great combo for a post-workout recovery meal. About two palm-sized portions of protein and one fist-sized portion of a starchy carbohydrate like sweet potato, potato, plantain, grains, and or beans can definitely do the trick uh, as kind of the foundation for that recovery meal. Keep it simple and keep it real. For the competitor or anybody training multiple sessions per day or just doing one long single session that lasts over an hour, timing can actually make a big difference in your recovery and performance uh, and especially your performance at the end of a session. Or if you're doing two sessions, the timing can really make a big difference in how you perform during a second session in a day. I usually recommend starting by adding a pre- and post-workout protein and carbohydrate mix, and from there determining whether or not you might need some additional fuel, at which point you can consider some carbs and amino acids during training, which we will talk about in more detail next week. If your goals are to fuel a longer session, gain mass, and improve strength, I mentioned in last week's episode the ideal pre- and post-workout protocol that I would recommend. 
And just to remind you, it's based off of that crib and haze study where the protocol was to take about half your body weight in grams of carbon protein and mix that up and take it both before and after. So for a 160 pound athlete, for example, you would be looking at an 80 gram mixture split between protein and carbs. So you're taking 40 grams of carbohydrate and 40 grams of protein. And you're doing that 40 grams and 40 grams both immediately before and immediately after your workout. Uh, it's worth noting that the Crib and Hayes study, where I'm getting these recommendations from, added 7 grams of creatine to each shake, which is definitely advisable for mass gain and strength. All right, and that's all we have today on our discussion about carbohydrate timing before and after your workout. This was the second episode in our series on nutrient timing, and if you enjoyed it, you should subscribe to the Beyond Macros podcast right now because in the next nutrient timing episode, which is going to drop next week, we will further be discussing how to strategically use carbohydrates to maximize recovery, muscle gain, and strength even if you follow a low-carb macronutrient split. And for any of you who are competitive athletes training, let's say, two sessions per day, longer than an hour per day, or you're just doing some competitions, I'm going to be dropping a little in-between episode in the show notes today that is going to teach you about how intra-workout carbs or carbs during your workout might be the missing link in your nutrition. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Beyond Macros podcast. I will be super grateful if you go leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with anyone you think needs to learn a thing or two about carbohydrate timing. So I hope you put this information to work this week, and I look forward to seeing you next week.